You're listening to the light version of the Piece of Persistence. Visit patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash piece of persistence for complete access with double the content and zero ads. Hi, and welcome to the Piece of Persistence, the show where we seek to uncover the keys to happiness and success one honest conversation at a time. I'm your host, Abigail Wright, and I'm here with my friend Tommy Wazell today. I've known Tommy for several years from some really great singing gigs, including just about every summer we get to do the opera and pretty much live upstate together. Um, not together, but you know, in the same choir at uh, Bard Summerscape doing the opera. It's a really great place to spend your summers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy has been enjoying pegging Cat now. He's done two seasons so far as the operatic voice of Pig. It's an Emmy award-winning PBS Kids animated series, and it's really fantastic. Again, it's called Peg and Cat. I actually kind of love watching Peg it. Peg Plus. Oh, Peg Plus Cat. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. You. He's also an accomplished oratorio and operatic singer as well, and he's been all around the world singing from all over Israel to Tulsa to Nevada to Indianapolis and back to Carnegie Hall. He's also a member of Actors' Equity Association, and he's done leading roles in shows such as The Who's Tommy, South Pacific, Ragtime, The Assassins, Titanic, Phantom of the Opera, I'm probably forgetting something, The Rothschilds, it's an amazing, impressive list. (laughs) He's also dedicated to the development of new works, and he most notably performed with American Opera Projects as Paul, the title role in Paul's case, and it was a role that was specifically designed for his voice. And he also sang the premiere of Stephen Schwartz's Seance on a Wet Afternoon as Mr. Bennett. He has been on television, radio, in um, recordings, on a movie soundtrack, and on an Italian cruise ship, which I'm really curious to hear mm-hmm. about. He has degrees. He has bachelor's in trumpet performance and musical composition, and he has a master's in vocal yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. And he's from northwest Arkansas, and he mm-hmm. and his wife now live on Manhattan's Upper West Side with their two children. Mm-hmm. Tommy, I'm so glad to have you here for Good today. To be Thank here. you for Good inviting to be us. Here. Yeah. So, did you always know that you wanted to perform? If so, how did that look for you growing up? It's not that I was thinking, oh, I want to, I want to be a singer, or you know, I, I, this is what I see doing when I'm into adulthood, or you know, anything like that. The music was just uh, a part of my life growing up. Um, my parents met in choir in college, so I was—I guess I was destined to to, to do something musical because it was always in the house. Uh, my mom sang, played piano, uh, taught music. She was a choir director. My dad, dad was a band director for a while. He played uh, saxophone, and he played guitar and sang. And so mm. I was, there was, there was always music. Yeah. Yeah. And I sang in choir when I was a kid and did some uh, community theater. I was Oliver and Oliver <laughs> one time. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I, I also began playing trumpet in the fifth grade. So it was, there was just a lot happening musically and, and performance wise. You know, so. That's great. Yeah. 
So obviously we should talk about the pink pig in the room. Uh, tell me about your experiencing voicing the operatic pig in Peg Plus Cat. What was that like? I was I was referred to uh, the creators of uh, Peg Plus Cat um, by the director of uh, American Opera Projects. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. The uh, one of the creators of Peg Plus Cat had done a lot of, of things with American Opera Projects, Billy Aronson. Um, uh, and so he was looking for uh, a couple of operatic voices for the pilot. He was looking for the pig, and he was looking for the cow. And uh, so he, he was asking around, uh, asked uh, the director of AOP, Charles Jarden, and uh, Charles referred him to me and uh, my friend Matthew Curran, who's a bass. Huh. Yeah. And uh, we had both done a lot of things with ALP. And so we went in and did the pilot, and uh, they liked us and decided to keep us whenever uh, the Fred Rogers company picked us up. So. And what was it like for you as a voiceover artist? What Did you enjoy the experience of doing that? Oh, yeah. Um, it's... I never know what's what's the next thing is gonna be. You know what what's pig what what is pig gonna do next? Um, they they send me the a PDF of the script, and uh, all my parts are highlighted, and they they send me a, a a demo with the composer and 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 some some demo voices. You know doing doing all the characters. So like. They'll send me the complete show. The music's already done. Wow. So they'll have demo voices, and and my demo voices voices usually the composer doing like a the pig, you know, like you know, sure. like a you know, <laughs> <laughs> the stereotypical. I'm gonna sing in an opera tenor, you know. Oh really? And yeah. the pig only sings, so I have to listen to this demo voice. And then recreate the, basically what they what they do, and I do it my own way in the in the in the pig style, but you know very like uh, legit singing. But uh, the pig has this like uh, kind of an opera tenory, little bit schlocky fun <laughs> kind of you know it's got it's got to be fun for the kids and the shows there's a lot of humor in the show. And, and Pig has a lot of life, so he's kind of a larger-than-life character. Yeah. When he when he does sing, when he does, it's like all of a sudden he's excited about something, and he and he bursts out in, into song about triangles. He loves triangles. <laughs> yeah. Other times he he'll just sit there and 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 look cute. I would say most of the time he just stands there and <laughs> stands around looking cute, you know, blinking his eyes with his. <laughs> Just this blank look on his face. Is that pretty much what you do too? Uh, usually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I I would say a lot. A lot of times, I, I just kind of observe the room, and you know, nobody knows what I'm really thinking. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm writing my first book. I've always thought I had a story to tell, and I'm really excited to start. It's true, I'm just in the beginning stages, but I'm confident it's going to be great. 
Why? Because I'm using Chandler Bolt's advice and his self-publishing school. They help you every step of the way from the start to the very finish and everything in between. It's an incredible guided process and helps make even a beginning author like me confident that I can create and sell my story. If you have a story to tell too, right now you can go to pieceofpersistence.com slash publish for more information and a free workshop. In the workshop, Chandler teaches you the three-step system he uses to write, publish, and launch a best-selling book in as little as 90 days, and how to use your book to leave a legacy. You'll also get a free copy of his best-selling book, Book Launch. Check it out now at pieceofpersistence.com slash publish. I know I'm excited to get started. Yeah, so you scoot with your kids, and every time I see you, you're carrying a scooter, uh, you play soccer, you play tennis, you're very active. Have you always been that way? And is it something that you think um, attributes to your well-being? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my mom was my soccer coach when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Um, uh, my mom played soccer. My dad played baseball. I played baseball. I played soccer. Uh I, I ran track, I played basketball, um, I played football for a hot second, that didn't really work. Different body type, maybe? <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, uh, just a, a lot of sports, a lot of activity, a lot of running around the yard. That's that's one thing that, that I wish my kids had more of out here, it's hard is that there's, they can't just go out in the yard, you know? Which I guess is why you scoot with them everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an activity for them. You know, we we try to to run around the playground. We we ride the scooters together. We, we were flying kites the other day, yesterday, running around. Um, that's great. We take them to Super Soccer Stars. Um... When I go to Bard, I try to play tennis. You know, it's, I'm I'm terrible at tennis, but <laughs> it's 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 a challenge to overcome. There you, know? you go. There right. You go. I'm sure Sean appreciates it. Yeah, but it, it just I just feel better when I when I'm active. You know, don't feel like a a couch potato. Just like it, it's it's when I when I'm not active, I kind of feel really low energy and. In terms of happiness, have you always been pretty content in your life, or was it something you had to learn? It's kind of both. Um, there's, there's so much to, to be happy about. Um, just being alive. <laughs> I mean, just something as simple as that, you know. Um, uh, just feeling feeling blessed, uh, knowing that I'm a lucky person. So, gratitude. Yeah. There's, there's also discontent, and I think that's the, the, the ego part, you know, saying, you know, you, you should do more, you should, you should, you could, you could have more, you could be better, you could, you know, just that. I think there's, there's a healthy amount of that, and there's an unhealthy amount. So there's a balance there. Yeah. So, oh, you know, that stuff can help drive me to to be better and do better. So there's there's a, I guess there's a healthy amount of discontent in the content. Yeah. You know. 
If there were one thing you'd like the world to see differently, what would it be? I felt like I, I moved around a lot when I was growing up. Um, I lived in Arkansas, a few different places there, Texas, Maryland, back to Arkansas, and I was used to being the new kid. I was used to being stereotyped by my classmates into put put in like a box of because you're coming from this area you must be what whatever they thought of people that came from there yeah. and and we don't like that so we're not going to be your friend there was a lot of that like every every time i moved there it wasn't like oh at least the new kid is great you know this it's like this is a shiny new thing there it's it's like i was the the something to be uh we can this this is the new guy we can he he's the new uh, person that we can pick on or, you know, reject, take our, all our anger out on or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I'm so sorry, it's often that way. Just going through that for a lot of my formative years, I think has helped me to be sensitive to others that go through that for whatever reason be it their skin color their religion uh, their ethnicity uh, sexual preference uh, anatomy <laughs> just I, all of the above everything um, why can't we just live together as equals. Do you have any other advice for us? Be kind to one another. <laughs> Show some love. Tommy, thank you so much for taking the time to just be with us today and to share your wisdom. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always fun spending time with you. Thank yeah, you. same here. Thanks. And thank you for joining us today as well. If you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to take a second and share us with a friend or review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or IMDb. Every review and every share goes a really long way in helping new people discover our show, so we'd really appreciate it. Also, if you happen to know somebody who's extremely happy, who's had some success in their lives, if you think they'd be a good fit for the show, or if you just have a question you'd like us to ask one of our guests, please email us at pieceofpersistence at gmail.com. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe for great content, and we'll see you next time on The Piece of Persistence. Bye! I wish everybody knew that Jamiroquai was the, the most awesome band ever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Peace of Persistence Light. To hear about Tommy's wishes for his children, how he faces struggles with ego, the important balance between contentment and discontent, and more, visit patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash peaceofpersistence for full access with double the content and zero ads.